0: you know what a TARDIS oh, is not really oh
1: my gosh doctor I'm who well, I mean I know it's from doctor who oh, okay well I'm that's all never... you had to say and then I would <laughs> have
0: been cl- no, I've fine. never
1: <laughs> never seen doctor who but I did know that a TARDIS was a doctor who thing oh
0: it's blue you know that right And welcome to Beyond. My name is Jocelyn Park.
1: And I'm Zane Harnish.
0: And Zane, what are we going to talk about today?
1: Colonizing, well, colonizing the solar system, I guess. Mars, especially.
0: Our solar system or other solar systems?
1: Mm, I was thinking ours, but just colonizing other planets. Okay. Colonization beyond Earth. Mm. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. We don't have much of a plan.
0: Okay zane's basically
1: i'm just gonna hope jocelyn has some interesting thoughts while i talk about this
0: yeah please please do tell <laughs> do tell me about what how do you want to know about it? you know i just okay so first of all why 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 would we colonize space um or our solar system to be more exact
1: i guess multiple reasons obviously um but i mean one because we're natural born explorers. I like that. One. And we have nowhere left on Earth to explore. I mean, we, there's space to explore, but generally speaking, we cover the whole Earth at this point. Um, the only really unexplored area is like the bottom of the ocean. So I guess we could colonize the bottom of the ocean. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that seems less fun. Yeah. No, but it, yeah, I think there is a big piece that people miss when we talk about space exploration in general, not just colonization. That, like, it's clear that, like, we were born to explore, and there's kind of not a whole lot of that left. I mean, we explore ideas, and we explore more about how nature works, but we don't have new places to explore on Earth so much. So,
0: hmm. anyway. Okay, all so right. So, that's a reason. Okay. Is that a good reason? I, I like the spirit of curiosity. Yes,
1: I mean, alone, I don't think that's enough reason to do it. Well, actually, I don't know. I could argue alone that alone, would be okay. That is it would reason. be okay
0: for me. But what are the other reasons?
1: Um, so, so another reason is, I guess, one of practicality for the survival of a human species. If we um, would die off on Earth for one reason or another, such as our friends the dinosaurs did, um, big asteroid impact... Um, we talked about climate change last week, mm-hmm. Shh. but no, I, that doesn't have to be the reason, but it could be a possible reason. I
0: mean, we'll, we'll kill it and move on. Um, it's fine.
1: The, so yeah, I, I mean, an epidemic, anything that could mm. kill off humans on earth, um, having a second location where we live would seem to be wise.
0: So who would get to go?
1: Probably at first, whoever has lots of money. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, but if there's an epic um, along well, I, for,
1: uh, yeah, along with um, people who are, I mean, astronauts. So people who are well equipped to take on a new environment with psychological, physical, engineering, yeah, difficulties. You, you
0: can't just shoot people into space. No, it's there not are quite things that, that happened or happened. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, all, all of this would have to happen well in advance of any catastrophe, because if you just send like five people to Mars, and then the Earth dies off, they're not going to survive by themselves on Mars. <laughs> hate to break <laughs> it to you. <laughs>
0: Damn it. That was my exit strategy for when the Earth dies. Okay. Anyway,
1: so we'd have to get a v- Preparation. very large population of people there. Mars is the, I mean, that's the first place we'd go just because it's our next-door neighbor, and it has at least semi-hospitable um, conditions. You can't live there without a spacesuit, but with a decent spacesuit you could And a dome, a bubble or something.
0: Yeah, they got to build like there's multiple people want to build a like a colony on Mars, correct?
1: Yeah. Um lots of people want to. I think the man who shall not be named is probably the person who is the most likely to execute that as it stands currently. Um but we'll see where it goes. There are lots of people who are interested in it. The fact that we haven't had a person on Mars at all yet is somewhat disappointing. Mm.
0: Disappointing personally? Like, are you personally disappointed well, yes. by that?
1: yes, personally, but also, like, I feel like as, the, as humanity, we should be somewhat disappointed because we kind of got to the moon and then gave up, which, to be fair, it was because of the Cold War and all that, so it, it was all political. It was a
0: competition.
1: So... Now, I think, so we're kind of in, we're in a cool time where we're kind of seeing the, I don't know what you'd call it. It's kind of like the second space race. It's the, it's the private space race. So before, during the Cold War, we had the Russian and U.S. government, or Soviet, I guess, and U.S. government um, racing to get to the moon and in space in general. Now you have lots of private companies who are... Um, racing to do things in space including get to mars um nasa is still in the game but if they would get to mars it would be through private contractors most likely i mean they are working well yeah i guess it's all technicality because technically even like the moon rocket they did contract out but regardless they do have their own sls that they're working on but it's more of a like again it's one of those like people just want jobs in their states kind of things where it's like it's, it's extremely inefficient, already billions of dollars over budget and continuing to go more and more over budget. So we, it's it's a mess.
0: What is an SLS?
1: Space Launch System. It's Thank a you. system that launches into space.
0: Well, I, I, I <laughs> figured like, that out from the name, but built, I didn't know what SLS yeah, meant.
1: No, it's built um, on refurbished space shuttle hardware. So we have like... Well, not necessarily refurbished hardware, but like we're reusing the designs essentially. Um, So like the space shuttle main engine is being built again to be used for it. The solid rocket boosters that were used on the space shuttle are being built again. So it's kind of like, yeah, again, it's really it's a weird political game where they're like trying to make their their existing contractors happy and stuff. So it's I don't know. I don't have a lot of hope for it, but Mm -hmm. regardless, NASA is still around. Um, Where NASA is really doing good work now is more um, science missions. But anyway, that's a separate conversation for a separate episode. So colonization. Yeah.
0: So why else? Why else would we? Why else would
1: we colonize? Um,
0: So curiosity, because there's some sort of threat to humanity.
1: I don't know what, what, I'm sure there are other good reasons. I'm failing to think of them at the moment. I feel like those two are good enough. Uh, Yeah. I mean, because I want to say like, also just, it's kind of like the natural progression of like the expansion of what humanity is. And I mean, you can, you can make economic arguments too, because um, for example, or not just economic, but just like science like development of, Technology and science like that exploded when um, like the Americas were colonized because all of a sudden there were new resources um, and so like uh, Robert Zubrin is a big proponent of Mars colonization or just sending people to Mars period but he talked about in his book The Case for Mars which is a good book so if you care about space or Mars or anything or if you don't you, sh- I like <laughs> you can book? read it um Maybe it's a little technical, mm. but yeah, it's fun though. And he talks about when people first came over to the Americas and colonized it. It created an it created an environment for um, basically f- that forced innovation because you were kind of out on your own. Like you had access to resources from across the ocean, but it wasn't easy. So you kind of had to figure out new ways to do things. Um, and there were people that were able to come over, but then they kind of had to, like, make jobs for themselves because, you know, the infrastructure wasn't built where it's like, I need a job. I'm going to go find somewhere to work. Like, you kind of had to build yourself from the ground up. So um, he makes the argument that, like, sending people to Mars or another planet is would have a similar result where, like, you create this environment that's basically perfect for innovation and growth. So I guess that's another... Reason.
0: Colonizing, I don't know the actual definition, but I know the context <clears throat> in today's society of colonizing and what that typically
1: <laughs> Fortunately means. there aren't any Martians. So. Yeah,
0: I was gonna I was gonna ask, what happens if there are other people other beings out there? When Yeah. What I mean, you don't know That's a much
1: broader question than colonization because we know there aren't other Or Well, beyond any reasonable doubt, we know that there are not sentient beings other than on Earth in our solar system. Now, outside the solar system, more likely than not, there are others. But once you get outside the solar system, you're talking about scales on which unless we would reach some sort of breakthrough in fundamental science, we're never gonna travel that far within our lifetimes. So.
0: Yeah, how long does it take to get to Mars?
1: Mars it depends how you fly, but a couple months, basically.
0: How long would it take to get to the furthest? I don't. I don't know the order of the, the planets furthest? anymore. Yeah, the furthest planet. What Neptune? Neptune.
1: It's actually a great question that I'm not a hundred percent sure of the answer to, but years. Yeah. I'm going to, like, throw a random guess out that it'd be, like, 50 years or something, but maybe I can Google it. Yeah. Okay. So Voyager 2, for example, reached Neptune in 12 years. Um, That's a bad example, though, because if we were sending people there...
0: You'd have more equipment. We would have... It would be much
1: heavier. So, like, Voyager 2 was just sent, like, full speed ahead out of the solar system. We have to send lots of equipment and people, and... You have to have fuel to stop when you get there. So I don't know what it would look like, but it would be longer than that. So I don't know. A long time.
0: Okay, so I I don't know how many reasons, but I do have a reason that we shouldn't colonize the solar system. What is it? We're going to ruin it.
1: Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) And you're probably right.
0: I mean... It's just such a I'm, for someone like me. I'm like,
1: we've just are, such we're a beautiful already ruining thing. Earth. Well, yes. Really,
0: no. <laughs> Aside from yeah, that oh, we're already no. ruining the the playground we already have. Guys, come on, um, leave those other planets alone. It's like curiosity is one thing, but then humans have this innate like they just need to control
1: more, more, more.
0: Yeah, and and it just it's not even just thinking about the solar system and how the planets align and how they move around and how yeah. things are alignment and how that affects us on Earth with, you know, it just, yeah. it, I love it being more of a a spiritual, magical thing <laughs> than being a scientific, like we have colonized Mars and now we can move into our base and we have well, think, regular yeah. shuttles over there. and
1: I think there's also a difference between it being like a scientific playground I guess versus being somewhere that we live
0: yeah because I think
1: if we're sent like it's one thing to send like oh we send a rover to Mars every 10 years or whatever 12 there's not it's not a set cycle like that but you know every once in a while we send a small machine the size of a car to Mars (laughs) or to another planet like that's okay that's no big deal but people who are talking about colonizing Mars are talking about like the potential of terraforming it so like trying to create an environment there that would replicate Earth so that we could walk around on the surface without spacesuits on. So, like, at that point, it it always feels weird to me because in one sense it's like, yeah, that would be awesome, but in another sense it's like, I feel like we're destroying something that, like, has its own unique beauty to it. Like, what do we lose by getting rid of
0: that? It's one of those things that it's like, just because you can do it doesn't, doesn't mean you, you should. should do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I can't... I, even I guess we, yeah. if you know what the... Okay, so the science is proven what the... Like, the right type of environment and situations that we can create to have that on on Mars, to have that, to terraform uh, it, or like... It's not
1: I mean, cause so hard and fast, it's but there not are like ideas of ways... Basically...
0: It's not like we do it here. I mean, Well, maybe, it is actually,
1: like, it's exactly like we do it here. How
0: do we do it here? So...
1: What we would need to do on Mars to make it habitable is basically create climate change
0: there. Oh.
1: So we're really good at so what we would need to do. So we just ship all the cows. So, like so we, we just
0: need to heat it up?
1: Basically, because that's the problem. So Mars has a very thin atmosphere that doesn't um, store heat as much as it needs to. So basically, we just need to create lots and lots of greenhouse gases. So that it traps everything.
0: So we can send all the deniers there. That will solve our problem on (laughs) earth. There we
1: go. No, So it is interesting. I mean, yeah, that's the general concept. So they're obviously like doing that on such a large scale would be extremely difficult and have other. And there are other ideas of ways to do it. But
0: anyway. Huh. Yeah, I just don't know. So you, I mean, I would be curious. I would like video chat with you while you're on Mars. You would be the person who would go to Mars, and I'd be like, "Nah, cool. <laughs> I'm good here. I'll stay with the pandemic." Yep, uh, you go and see how. I mean,
1: how Mars is.
0: How Mars is.
1: Video chatting from Mars would be difficult.
0: Yeah, I wonder what the delay on that would be. It'd
1: be, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be 12, twelve to twenty-four minutes, depending where. I think. I think that's the right numbers. It's around
0: Still a lot of silence. Yes.
1: So I don't think video chatting would be the way to go. We'd have to text or we, something.
0: Oh, I wonder how texting would work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that's another... Like, would Mars have to have a separate... Would Mars have to have a separate internet or... <laughs> could it, like... Anyway, that's... Other questions for other people to solve. how they built solve. this internet. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Wow. So, if but you could... If I want to watch a YouTube
1: video, I have to wait for a 24-minute... Load time? <laughs> lag before it even starts loading. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Anyway, that's why I wouldn't go to Mars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't, can't, can't, uh, can't hang with the, the lag time.
1: Nope. Anyway, so, yeah. So,
0: but, so you what make about a very the other planets? Like, what?
1: Well, so we talked about Neptune. Neptune's a gas giant, so.
0: There's nothing. I it's mean, not going to help
1: us much. Yeah. Um, same with all the planets out there, basically. Um, plus they're so far from the sun that the energy that you get that far out is so much lower than what's practical to like use. Like you can't really use solar power nearly as effectively, um, like terraforming planets out there. Isn't quite as practical. I mean, so like, again, um, the furthest planets from us, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, they all are gas giants. So we're not going to be living on the surface of any of those planets. Um Jupiter and Saturn would both have moons we could potentially take advantage of. Um
0: Do they have multiple moons?
1: Yes, they both have many many moons. Many moons, many <laughs> many moons, moons ago. ago. Um yes, no, I forget the exact numbers, but it's like tens well, they have tens of like large moons and then well, I don't know now my I'm reaching the limits of the things that I remember from my random readings about space. But I know that I think Jupiter has like six or seven, maybe like really large moons and then a bunch of like just tiny rocks that barely count. And then I think Saturn, it's similar. Like it has a couple large moons that are like worth talking about and then just tons of random rocks floating around it kind of. Um Anyway, so some of those are like, and one of the, I f- um, one of Saturn's moons, I think it's Saturn's, I hate not doing research. Could I never you? know what I'm talking about. I think it's Saturn's moon. Enceladus is basically a giant ball of ice on the outside, but underneath there's an ocean. Oh. Um, and there, are, it's really cool. If you look up, look up pictures of Enceladus, E N C E L A D U S. Yeah. Yep.
0: It was like the third, oh. and there are
1: geysers that they see shooting off of it. So if you these look are at,
0: are these, r- act-
1: some of them are actual pictures. Some of them are just renderings, but yeah. they can see geysers shooting off of it out into space, which means there's some sort of like um, thermo- or like thermal. Um, there's some heating going on <laughs> under the ocean, which is causing. These geysers to shoot off, which means there's energy there, which means it's a great candidate for somewhere that would have life within our solar system, probably like microbes. But anyway, random side tangent yeah, and thing. I was just
0: going to ask you a question, but then I started looking at pictures and then I was looking at the order. So Mercury, Venus, Earth.
1: Yeah, so Mercury is...
0: <coughs> Excuse me, Mars... Jupiter, Jupiter, Saturn, Saturn Uranus, Uranus Neptune. and Neptune, and Pluto's Pluto. no longer, or is Pluto back in? Pluto is not back in. Oh man, poor Pluto gets pooped on. I don't think this is to scale though, because no, they're I'm sure all it's very far away. I, this is not an accurate rendering. Anyway, so but.
1: Well, they are pretty far apart.
0: Like. Oh, no, this is there, but they look very close together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is wrong. That's um, pretty
1: much every rendering ever. <clears throat> but, yeah, so.
0: But, so, like, Earth is in the Goldilocks, oh, Goldilocks zone. Goldilocks eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why wouldn't we just leave it that way?
1: We've, we leave ourselves on Earth.
0: Yeah.
1: I guess for the reasons Deal I Deal with earlier. the mess
0: you made, people. Yeah, I don't know. That poor Earth, that that Earth Mother Nature, she's just going (laughs) to...
1: That Earth Mother Nature. That
0: Earth Mother Nature. All the things in one. But we couldn't live on Venus or Mercury because they are too close to the sun.
1: Correct. So Mercury is kind of a barren ball of rock that's much too close to the sun, so it would just be like being baked to death. Um, Venus. That sounds enjoyable. Venus is a place that we've learned a lot about the greenhouse effect from because it's a uh, planet where there was, is a runaway greenhouse effect where the atmosphere is extremely thick and all the heat gets trapped inside, basically. Oh,
0: is it thicker than ours? Yes, much okay. thicker.
1: So the gravity on Venus, I th- think, is fairly similar, um, maybe slightly lower than ours, but the um, atmosphere is extremely thick just because of, um, yeah, because of the greenhouse effect. So it's also very hot because of that. Anyway, so it's not really practical to live there either because of the pressure and still heat.
0: So there's only one place to go, which is Mars.
1: Yeah, Mars or some of those moons around Saturn. (laughs) Nobody wants to live on a moon. They're big moons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) our what about moon our we could, moon? Go, we could yeah. go there i mean I heard, I there mean, isn't hope
1: for like terraforming necessarily at least not as far as i'm aware um because it's too small but to like hold that much of an atmosphere
0: how big is our moon i'm asking you all it's, the questions
1: so if if the earth was the size of a basketball the moon would be the size of a tennis ball oh
0: see, i like that thank you for that visual yeah. i really appreciate that i <laughs> understand that huh
1: So yeah, so that's a good. So visual. do we, and
0: do we only see one side of the moon? No. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So the moon
1: is tidally locked, um, which basically means the Earth is pulling harder on the side of the moon that's cl- so gravity is stronger the close gravity is stronger the closer you are to the source of the gravity. Right. So, when you're standing here on Earth and you're five or six feet tall, you don't notice that like the pull between your feet and your head isn't that different for like the moon, which is very large. The amount that it's pulling on the side closest to the earth is larger than the amount that it's pulling on the side furthest from the earth. So it kind of can get locked in that position, which is why it's called tidally locked. Um, so, so yeah, as it swings around, as it orbits around the earth, the same side is always facing us. It rotates at the same
0: rate. Huh. Anyway, there's so much. I mean, like, I like. I want to ask you all the questions that I never really that you like. Um, oh, anyway, we should have <laughs> a whole thing on gravity or like gravitational pull or like the uh, you know tidal the mm-hmm. tidal waves or the tides. Tides, the yeah. tides, not a tidal wave. <laughs> uh, the tides in and out, full moon, the super moon, all that stuff. We had some great supermoon shots going across the internet a couple of weeks ago.
1: Supermoon? I'm not really... I'm not so into the supermoon. It's not a super. It's not so super.
0: But when it's so big and beautiful, it's pretty impressive.
1: I think it was uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson had a tweet that said something about the supermoon is 14.28% larger in the sky than the real moon. If and something about like, I, he somehow compared it to a pizza and was basically like, if that makes it a super moon, a super pizza would be like barely any larger than a normal pizza. So is it really that exciting? And I pretty much, he convinced me. It's
0: the hype. I agree. It's, it's, the hype. it's, it's
1: not fun. It's the
0: hype. He ruined it for everyone else. Well, I, I did not. <laughs> also, stay I don't up. think
1: 14.28 is the right number. Mm. That was in my head because I think it's about 14, but. 14.28 was in my head because that's one-seventh, and I was using that percentage earlier today. Anyway.
0: <laughs> We've all just had a lesson in the inner workings of Zane's brain. Zane's brain.
1: Zane, Zane's, Zane's, Zane's brain.
0: brain. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't <laughs> stay up.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Anyway. Um, space. Space, time, colonization.
1: So should we go? I don't know. Would it be fun? I think so.
0: <laughs> I, feel, I, I really feel bad for Mars because it's the only place that people are like, I got my eyes locked on yeah. you. We are going to develop you. I mean, there are so many things that could happen. You could build a colony and everybody could get an epidemic there. And then what? Right. Our pandemic
1: well, Just wipe die. everyone yeah. out. Yeah, what? Because you
0: can't keep moving to planets. So what are you going to do? Well you
1: can. <laughs> I mean, we'll run out eventually, I guess. But if we figure out a way to travel longer distances efficiently, then maybe we'll be okay. Although, do we really? Uh, that's that's another episode. Aliens.
0: Oh, I believe in aliens. I'll tell you right I now. I
1: know, but do we want to talk to them? Are they going to be nice or mean? Anyway, like I said, probably another episode. <laughs> that's a
0: whole other episode. But yeah. if you want
1: a uh, fun take on it. You could read the Dark Forest Trilogy. I think that's what it's called. Okay. The first book is called The Three-Body Problem. Anyway, it's long and it's about space. So you might not actually want to read it. But it is a fun take <laughs> on like the question of Are should there... we try to contact.
0: Haven't you ever watched the movie Contact?
1: Yes, I have watched that. Have you? Also an interesting take. But yeah, this I think is a far more like philosophical. Like it's fiction. Mm. But it's like a philosophical look at like should we actually try to get in touch with other intelligences if they're out there?
0: Oh, man. Whew. See, I would be and much the more in And the answer camp- from the book,
1: well, no, I won't spoil it, never mind. Yeah, don't,
0: don't, don't spoil it. <laughs> but it is fun. Um, but, I mean, I'm much more like, yeah, than I am about colonizing the solar system. I'm like, nah, just stay where I am, that's fine. But would I like to talk to you and see what, other life forms are out there. Yeah. Cause what if they're not, what if it's like non verbal beings? You can just yeah, it's, communicate it's interesting and read your mind.
1: Cause like, so I'm into star Trek. Mm. The way that they portray aliens, me. <laughs> the way they portray aliens is kind of boring generally. Cause it's like, we just put some, which I mean, it's because it's easy and you know, budgets and stuff, but we just put some fun makeup on this person and now they're an alien.
0: And now they're talking to me. in Right. Well, universal translators. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I do know about that.
1: But it's also still pretty sketchy sometimes. Anyway, it's all right. Um, Point is, it does like bring up the interesting question of like what another intelligent life form would actually be like. Right. Because it wouldn't be, I would assume, much like us at all. Unless there's some reason that, like, naturally, I don't know, like, always pushes life towards this general form, but.
0: Parallel universes It opens up the whole thing. I know. Sorry. uh, We will close the can of worms. Close it. We'll close the can of worms because obviously. Can I open a different can can of worms? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Let's just open it, it let it breathe, and then close it. We
1: can do that. Okay. I was just thinking when I was saying about, like, why are all animals symmetrical? Or almost all. It's so weird. I mean, the reason I think is just because it's like efficiency and practicality, but. Mm.
0: Did you see that? It's weird to me. That cardinal that's half male, half female.
1: I did not see that.
0: Asymmetrical. Yeah, look it up. (laughs) It's beautiful. (laughs) But.
1: Anyway, close can of worms.
0: (laughs) Mm, That is a can of worms. I want to get in there. I'm like, oh. Because I would argue they're not symmetrical.
1: Well, not perfectly.
0: Yeah. But still, okay, fine. You have All two right, eyes. It's closed. Okay, you're right. Your mouth
1: is, and nose are centered on your face. You have two nostrils. You have two ears.
0: For the most
1: part. Anyway, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway.
0: Yeah. So another rainbow episode. A, could we live on an asteroid? Um, could you colonize?
1: I guess the gravity would be really low. We would probably what mine was that asteroids. Movie?
0: What was the movie with Ben Affleck? Didn't they, didn't they oh, go on know. an asteroid? No, Probably. Arma- no. Armageddon, isn't that? There's a uh,
1: anyway. TV show called The Expanse where they there are people that live in the asteroid belt. Anyway.
0: So you're telling me no because the gravity is really anyway, low. What, no, you would have you to could, attach yourself to But it would be
1: more that. like a space station just attached to an asteroid, okay. which would be practical because you'd want to mine. Like, asteroids are good for mining. They have lots of precious metals and things. Hmm so if you if we colonize Mars, a big part of the economy would likely be mining asteroids because if you're closer to the asteroid belt, it's easier to get there and back the gravity well is lower or not lower than Earth's yeah,
0: you just brought up an interesting point that's i guess would we colonize a different planet in the same way like a civilization create the same economy create you know like yeah, all well those that's things, a big question would like, you, what would
1: the government of Mars be
0: yeah. How would you, what would you do if you started all over?
1: I don't know. There'd probably be a lot of arguments about it. (laughs) But we do have a lot of data to go on.
0: Of how civilizations started?
1: Of how different civilizations have succeeded and failed.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: One thing that's interesting that people bring up, which again probably can't afford to open and close immediately, is the concept of a direct democracy, which wasn't practical when the United States was founded. Because you didn't have the ability to get a vote on everything from everyone. But we have the internet now. (laughs) Or the concept of the internet. We have the technology to communicate instantly across massive distances. So with that, you could theoretically, whether or not it's the right thing to do, you could create a government where, does this law pass? Everybody votes. (laughs) Versus having representatives... Which was kind of our way around it. But anyway. is it?
0: That is a can, can of, of
1: worms. Prob- <laughs> I will
0: leave it shut because I have lots of opinions on that. <clears throat>
1: I don't even know if I have opinions on oh, it. Oh, yeah, I
0: do. I'm pretty sure people are already anyway, trying to do that. Or, probably. Or, uh, anyway.
1: Sorry for this episode and how random it was. But
0: That's okay. I mean, it, but
1: also you're welcome for it. Yeah,
0: you're welcome. <laughs> we, Hopefully we just, it made you think. We went down the rabbit hole just a Hopefully little bit. Hopefully it
1: made you want to argue with us because...
0: Yeah. That means we're making you think. If you want to argue with us, give us a topic. Or maybe you want to send explain. Send us an email. Go an at email.
1: Oh, we or, have an
0: email? That's right. We yeah. do have an email. Or
1: go to our Facebook <laughs> Who page. Who checks it? Uh, I check it. We don't really get emails. But you could be the first. You could um, be the first. You could also go to our Facebook page and send us a message. That's probably easier. But Yeah. Listen to us everywhere. Tell us what you think. We'll see you next time. We'll
0: see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.